This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, welcome to this Cricket Badger India vs. England daily podcast by the fans for the fans. Virat Kohli's India, with Rohit Sharma, Jaspreet Bumrah and Ravi Ashwan, and young starlets like Rishabh Pant and Shubman Gill. They play host to Joe Root's England, with Jimmy Anderson, Ben Stokes, Stuart Broad and young talents like Ollie Pope and Zach Crawley. It's always England's toughest tour, good luck to both sides, may the best team win. Hello everybody, welcome along. It's another edition of the Test Match Daily. India against England in Chennai. Stumps at day three. India finished 257 for six. England made 582 in their first innings. So on the face of it, it has been England's day again in India. Certainly not over, though by any means, this Test Match with days four and five to come. We don't know how that pitch is going to go. We don't quite know how this is going to turn out. But at the moment, I'm sure Joe Root will be sleeping rather nicely in his bed this evening. I'm joined by Naman Shah, who is representing India on these Test Match dailies, and Rito Maitra, who is representing England. Let's start with you, Naman, from an, an Indian perspective. They'll have rocked up this morning, hoping to get rid of England's last two wickets relatively cheaply. They did that, I, I suppose, 582 for England in that first innings. But then batting, we saw a fiery spell from Jofra Archer at the start, two wickets for him. Don Best then picks up four wickets as well. And at close of play, England will be the happier of the two teams. Very much, James. I feel the tone was set up early by Jofra Archer, two impeccable deliveries and the, he was bowling quite exceptionally well, also seeing to it that there is nothing for the fast bowlers on this wicket, but uh, with the new ball, he struck well. Two wickets early, which uh, made Pujara and both Kohli go into their shell and uh, put extra pressure on them, which made Kohli also on the back foot and uh, best took wicket of him. But uh, apart from that, I feel it was bad luck of uh, Pujara uh, and also Rane's ball was a full toss delivery exceptional catch over there by Root overall I feel yes uh, India have lost wickets but the top three wickets it was 
हार्ड लक फॉर बोथ पुजारा एंड रहाने यस अ विकेट आल्सो मोर ऑफ पंत ही बैटेड ब्रिलियंटली टुक ऑफ लीज बट आई स्टिल फील दैट गोइंग टू मच अगेंस्ट द बॉल spinning against you uh, that two of best when it was doing way too much was a bit add on but that was not needed but that is pant for you he played brilliantly but india needed more of him today uh, overall uh, yes it was england's day i think naman rishab pant is uh, yeah he's he's right up there in terms of one of my favorite players to watch in in the world game he's 91 today it only took him 88 deliveries and he hits uh, six sixes jack leach is going to be having nightmares about Rishabh Pant uh, this evening as he goes to bed in his hotel room but I thought he actually although it was all out attack from him at times he played quite sensibly in the way he attacked because he tried to hit Leach over the leg side with the spin but as you say the uh, the time he got out was probably the one time he shelved that plan but just one shot too many but you, you can't can you rein somebody like Rishabh Pant in if you are Ravi Shastri there or Virat Kohli in the interval he's obviously coming off um, after playing some really good shots there what do you say to him do you say carry on doing the same thing do you say rein it in and play more sensibly because if you start to try and rein somebody like Rishabh Pant in you're maybe taking away his biggest asset are you yes he is turning into a biggest asset and uh, he has played a lot too many matches now also IPL and he has far too much experience i don't think so shastri or maybe kohli have told him a lot too much uh, but it was just the situational shot it was the shots which we he played earlier of leech and both best was when pujara was there and when he got out that what that time pujara pujara was not there and hitting that shot again the spin i just feel it was a one shot too many i guess only he would regret that shot uh, knowing him but overall yes a brilliant approach from there but i feel uh, he should have stayed there and india needed him more than uh, anyone right now and this scorecard would have been different because both sundar and ashwin are good players and they are in fact local players doing right now what india is needing so sundar would have stayed there he should have had his opportunity against other bowlers and not just go against best and that to best bowling round the wicket was a bit too much and more dangerous shot which he attempted rito talking from an england side of things i said before the series that if england were going to compete in this series they were going to have to bowl really well obviously bat really well and take all of their chances in terms of catches and you look at a couple of the catches that they they, they he did take today getting rid of Shubman Gill when he was looking really good diving catch from Jimmy Anderson at mid on the catch from Joe Root was just exceptional wasn't it diving full length to his left to give Don Best the wicket of Rahani apart from Jofra Archer spilling one that was going over his head which was a tough chance late on in the day England are taking their opportunities yeah firstly James i would like to say my prayers go to the families who have been affected by the massive flash floods in Uttarakhand that's a very tragic incident that has happened here in India yeah coming back to this test match the preview podcast you said with a bit of luck england can be very competitive and a lot of lot of the indian fans had written england off and now winning the toss uh, getting a bit of luck in their way i think england have had a better day today than the previous two days we knew they could play spin well but to take the top 6 wickets of india on that pitch is something really well and yeah if archer had caught that catch it would have been terrific day for england but still a very good day i think as well rito part of it going into an indian series everybody talks about how hard it is for english teams to go to india alien conditions up against a very very good indian team what the first 3 days i mean england might not go on and win this test match india 
could even still win it if uh, you know with a tremendous final two days. But what England have proved to themselves probably more than anything over the first three days of this test is that A, they can get runs in India and B, they can actually take the wickets of Virat Kohli. They can take the wickets of the top order and they can compete in this series. And just mentally, um, in terms of confidence rolling forward, that's a big plus, isn't it, for the English squad? They can now look the Indians in the eye and say, right, we're in the heat of battle here. We've had three days against you. We've gone toe to toe. And at the moment, we're up in this series. As I say, might not actually yield any benefits in this first test match, but it's good, isn't it, to know mentally that they are strong enough to actually compete in India. Yeah, talking about your point, A, I have, personally, in my mind, I had no doubt that this English team could play spin well and score runs against them. But yes, point B, even I was in a bit of doubt whether they can dismiss the likes of Pujara, Kohli, Rahani cheaply. And for the first time, first, first innings, the signs show that yes, they can. Tom Best ripping one to Kohli and getting the better of him was just a piece of beauty. And that catch from Juru, fantastic, magnificent catch that was. So yes, they will know that they can dismiss this Indian order cheaply. And talking about getting a result in this match, 180 overs in subcontinent is a lot of time, James. And the game moves at a rapid pace in this last couple of days and England will certainly hope that this pitch breaks up after lunch tomorrow and that India okay, they dismiss India for a cheap total in the final innings. Now, on that point about England being able to play spin, I guess the counter-argument against what Rito and probably I have just said there is that they didn't really play spin in that uh, first innings that they had in this series. What was being bowled by the spinners wasn't really turning, was it? So we haven't yet seen India really test England on a wicket that's giving England serious problems with, with a turning ball. England got 582, yes. They played against three Indian spinners, yes. But it wasn't particularly a turning track when England were batting. Yes, you're absolutely right there, James. The ball did not do that much. And also we saw the experts arguing on the fact that uh, India did not play Kuldeep. But uh, the impact of Ambuldania against in Sri Lanka against England was that much. And Aksar getting injured at the last moment. Uh, we had to play Nadim, a left-arm spinner. Uh, and uh, we also needed one more batsman who can bowl a bit so Washington Sundar was considered and the amount of spin which Dom Bess and both Leach is get, uh, getting right now uh, India never got this much of spin and yes the advantage over here in Chennai especially is always going to uh, be the toss uh, win the toss and uh, score big and uh, bat first so also to focus on the main two points which I always consider again for England is the too much dependency on Stokes and uh, Root uh, once uh, three double, double centuries uh, in a uh, for Root but England also need other batsmen to step up they cannot afford yes Sibley was brilliant but their middle order especially Hope and uh, Lawrence have will someday will have to bring their best innings when Root and Stokes uh, sometimes if they fail uh, they'll need other batsmen to step up so overall yes uh, advantage right now England uh, but uh, still I think the pitch is good enough to bet on and uh, if these two batsmen can stay at least for a session 100 runs from here I feel uh, the draw will be the strong contender over here and also I feel knowing Root uh, a bit more on the defensive end he won't enforce fall on again Badges are furry creatures. 85% of women badges think bad grooming is a major turn-off. 80% of women badges think men should trim below the belt. 89% of men think good grooming is essential to the professional success. Don't just dismiss it out of hand. Get on there, manscaped.com. Check out their great range of male grooming accessories. 
hygiene, appearance, attractiveness, confidence. Simply go to manscaped.com, quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com, together we save balls. Well, do you think he should enforce the follow-on? We were talking about this. I've been commentating on the game today. And say if India get, I don't know, a deficit of 240. I mean, India may even get up, still up, get up to England's level yet. We don't know because there's a, a number of question marks obviously hanging over tomorrow's play. But say the 240 behind, if what you say is true and they bat for the full session tomorrow morning and add another 100 or so, and they end up being, I don't know, 230, 240 behind. If you were Joe Root, what are the benefits of enforcing the follow-on? Because tired bowlers, chance to give them time off he won't want to bat last on that track either and obviously by enforcing the follow on you give that a potential don't you if India make a better fist of its second time round and leave England leading 150-200 on day 5 then that starts to look very problematic for England and they could lose it from there so the the best way for Joe Root to try and not lose the game but still give himself a chance of winning is surely to bat again get a very sizable lead that really denies India the chance of, of winning the game and then see if they can take 10 wickets on day 5 surely that's the best way to play isn't it Naman? 100% uh, also not only that factor overall I feel that the nature of Root and his captaincy I also saw the field placing I saw 4-4-5-5 fielders on the boundary line even for Pujara I still feel that they could have taken 1 or 2 wickets because the they were getting vicious amount of spin and 1 or 2 fielders near the batsman could have made the difference adding extra pressure on it's just yes you're absolutely right over there England should uh, will be batting first if uh, India they are 240 to 250 runs ahead and they will look to win if they score good again in the second innings Uh, overall I feel it's just the defensive nature of Root he needs to be more aggressive with his captaincy I feel especially in India when the ball is doing too much I disagree with you entirely there because I actually think Jerry had a really good day as captain today I, I know I'm English but I, I have been critical of Joe Root in the past and the way that he's used his spinners some of the feels that he's set to his spinners but I actually thought Joe Root has had a really good day as captain today I think he's benefited from the fact that he's scoring runs himself so he feels very at home and very comfortable and very confident as uh, England captain at the moment but I felt that the way he, he rotated his bowlers today was was really good Rito one passage of play that I thought was absolutely captivating today and it's the beauty of test cricket that you get slow periods you get fast periods was when Rishabh Pant came in and India were really struggling at the time four down for not that many really and Pant came in and traditionally a test batsman coming in at number six in that scenario would have battened down the hatches and played very defensively Rishabh Pant went exactly the other way he really took on Jack Leach and at one stage Jack Leach's figures were eight overs none for 77 nearly 10 and over in a test match you'd be disappointed with that in a one day international wouldn't you but he was going for plenty off Rishabh Pant he took a real liking to him hitting him with the spin over the leg side. What I thought was impressive about the way Joe Root handled that situation, he just withdrew Jack Leach from the firing line a little bit. I didn't mind him keeping him on for the eight overs because there was always a chance that Richard Pant might hole out off Jack Leach if he if he bowled him enough times and maybe took on a, a slightly ill-advised shot at one time. But they got the wicket of Rishabh Pant and as soon as he got that wicket he threw the ball back to Jack Leach and said right come on and then you know we trust in you come on and bowl again very different uh, and I made the point on Twitter and misunderstood by a few people because I wasn't suggesting that Jack Leach should be dropped by this but Kerrigan Simon Kerrigan when he was under the captaincy of Alistair Cook conceded 53 runs off 8 overs never bowled again in test cricket and was hidden in the field Alistair Cook didn't trust him made a decision not to bowl him and Kerrigan was really badly affected by that and uh, never really threatened to come back into the 
the England team again. Jack Leach has got a little bit more about him. Even so, you know, being tonked around the ground in a test match when your mate at the other end's taking wickets with his off breaks, that could really affect Jack Leach. And I thought Joe Root really handled that situation quite nicely and he's brought Jack Leach back into the game. Yeah, James, I still remember that Simon Carrigan. Shane Watson had hit him off for 28 in an over at the Oval and Alistair Cook never just turned to him. He thought that he just doesn't exist. Yeah, so that's what I was saying as well. Joe Root has come a long way since the start of his captaincy. He has now learned how to handle the spinners and that was very caring from a skipper. Murali Karthik made a good point that spinners are made by their captains, how they handle him. And he understood that Jack Leach is under the caution now, took him out of the firing line. And as Dombes came on and Rishabh Pan played an ill-advised shot, probably that's how he plays. You live by the sword and die by the sword and he perished. I thought, Naman, that that was good captaincy for Joe Root. I know, you know, maybe some of the field placings you disagree with, I might agree with. It's kind of subjective a little bit, that, isn't it? But I thought the way Root handled his spinners today was as good as I've seen in Test cricket. It might be um, benefited from having two Test matches as kind of practice, if you like, with no disrespect to Sri Lanka in Sri Lanka just recently. You know, he attacked with his spinners. He attacked with Don Best when he was doing well. He defended with Jack Leach when he was getting hit, brought Jack Leach straight back into the attack after Pant went. And I thought he, he marshaled the spinners really nicely today. Yes, it was brilliant with the rotation of the bowlers overall uh, giving small spells and uh, he was prepared if, uh, even if they enforce follow and uh, maybe in the second innings the bowlers need to be fresh. So uh, yes, the moment which you are talking about uh, giving Jack Leach immediately after the Pant got out uh, was a brilliant moment actually because it's just the first test match and uh, Leach is when they short of confidence only the captain has to stand up over there and uh, remaining three test matches at uh, this particular particular moment should not put Leach down because the England needs him more than anyone going into the series. So it's important to Leach gets his confidence back and maybe one or two wickets can do wonders and he could be effective in the second uh, innings as well and he's not that uh, bad bowler as well. It's just that one moment. Pant and Hardik Pandyas and are all those kinds of players which will take on any bowler. It's not just about Leach and uh, Indians are India is the condition where uh, such players will take on spinners. So overall Yes, brilliant captaincy, and it was good rotation overall for by the bowlers for uh, by root. Blackratcricket.com handmade English willow bats. They do have a cashmere range for bats 0 to 4. Starter kit all the way to pro level kits. They're based in Yorkshire. There is team wear available, and there is a new signature range coming soon in February. Bats made by cricketers for cricketers. Make 2021 count with Black Rat Cricket. Let's just break away from the uh, test match for a second just to give you a reminder of the competition that we're running. It closes at the close of play on day four. So you have 24 hours roughly from here to get your entry in. And it's a chance to win a crate of 12 beers from the Brit Hop Brewing Company. They're based in Manchester. They kind of mesh beer and 90s Brit Hop music in the uh, Manchester scene. To win that crate of 12 cans of Brit Hop Brewing Company's finest beer, answer this question. What year did Channel 4 last broadcast live Test Cricket. Send your answer, name and address to james at cricketbadgerpod.com. What year did Channel 4 last broadcast live Test Cricket? Your name, your answer and your address to james at cricketbadgerpod.com and the winner will be drawn at stumps on day four of the Test Match in Chennai. Good luck. 
guys, looking at the uh, the way this match is uh, s- sort of situated now, 582 plays, 257 for six. So England have a lead going into day four of 321 runs. Let's start with you, Naman, from an Indian perspective here. You're talking about batting for a session tomorrow, Ashwin and uh, Sundar with the three wickets still to come. What's the ideal scenario here from India? And that, I mean, don't say post 900 and bowl England out because let's be realistic. But what would you hope for India to get from, say, the first couple of sessions tomorrow? How can they try and be proactive and drive the game back into their kind of court? Uh, to be honest, I really don't want them to think about the last two sessions. It's just a move in uh, bits and uh, bits. Uh, so just think about the first session negated, score around 70 to 80 runs, uh, reduce that particular lead as much as possible, maybe near as we discussed earlier, 220 to 240, even if India gets all out over their uh, knowing route, as we discussed also, they would bat again. And from there on, they can change their plans and approach the test match accordingly. But right now, we just need to think about negating session by session. So I feel tomorrow's first hour will be very important for these two players. And these are local players, They uh, especially Ashwin. He needs he knows this pitch, uh, how it reacts and uh, him staying over there along with Sundar is very important for India. Also, Nadim bats well. Uh, he is a good batsman. So I feel more than runs also time needs to be uh, needs to be focused yeah. over here negating time is also a major concern so overall I feel first session will is going to be very important it will decide the course of the match Rito can you see any situation where Joe Root should enforce the follow on bearing in mind there's overs in the legs of the bowlers and he won't want to bat last on that track you know, ultimately Joe Root will take a draw rather than opening up the door to a defeat won't he because it's a four test match series they've got themselves into this series but they don't want to gift India any way back into this match really do they? No James I can't see any situation when Joe Root will enforce the follow on England will look to bowl India out as quickly as possible tomorrow morning firstly take that first wicket break this partnership and then they're into property Nadim Bumra Ishan they can probably handle themselves but they don't score a lot of runs wipe off this Indian innings as quickly as possible score 200 get 450 ahead and put India into attacking I mean they might even not even, even need to score that many Monday because at the moment they uh, lead by 321 if they could get the last four wickets say for 60 runs tomorrow that lead is 260 isn't it going into the second innings with five sessions or so still to play they could use one of those sessions to really put the foot down try and get as many runs quickly it doesn't matter how many wickets they lose in that time as you say get up to 450 500 India don't really have a chance from there to win the game but England could have the best part of like 130 overs or something to try and take 10 wickets and take uh, the, the lead in the series that, that's got to be plan A for England doesn't it? Yeah hopefully this pitch breaks down more than the pitch at Choctogram where West Indies chased down 380 with 7 weekends down what a fantastic result that's for them yeah so probably cross score quick runs uh, after bargaining of the steel of India and don't let India have a sniff at the target Naman if it goes down that route and that is the kind of the, the chosen route for from an English perspective England used the at the time allotted to try and get an extra 200 or something onto a lead of maybe 260, 250. So we go into kind of the afternoon session with England batting and then the, the best part of 
four sessions at India. Could you see Virat Kohli on a turning track that's going to get harder to bat on, even giving a thought to chasing down, say, 450 across four sessions? Or do you think they'll just try and bat out from a draw, given that kind of scenario? No chance for 450. and No team would go for that target in the four sessions, uh, to be honest. If uh, it is a teasing score, say, 350, 380, they might look. And uh, that also depends on the opening partnership. But we are having players in our 10 uh, likes of Pant and Rohit Sharma. I always believe that the fourth innings chase uh, always depends on such players because uh, they are not going to hang around. Uh, you will expect something or the other to happen on the wicket when uh, they are there. But it all depends on how much target is being set. It depends on the first session, how it goes. If India is uh, all out for soon, then uh, it's advantage England. And I feel uh, from there on, it's a lot for India to do in the fourth innings. Uh, and uh, to be honest, uh, this Chennai wickets does not deteriorate so much. Uh, it's just that you have to stay out there. It won't break down so much dip- uh, if you compare with all, overall all the grounds around India. So I feel it's not going to be that dangerous, but just uh, India needs to stay there and bat well. Do you realise, uh, Naman, that when Rohit Sharma has batted in the fourth innings of a test match, he's only made 150. That surprised me, that stat. I mean, I know in Australia there was that chase on the final day at the uh, at the Gabba um, and Rohit went quite cheaply, I think, in, in that chase. And I heard that stat at that stage. Because you think, you know, a chase in the fourth innings, this is tailor-made for Rohit Sharma, who's obviously a very fine white ball player, can hit uh, quick runs and you think he'd be key but he's never really sort of t- never really turned up in, in 10 innings that he's played just the 150 and it was a, f- a 52 it wasn't even a big 50 that's the, that's his best effort in the fourth innings of a test match Yes uh, but to be honest right now he's just getting uh, his back again into the test cricket he was never considered as an opener in red ball cricket so the players it's not just about Rohit Sharma it's just, just their style of batting they won't just hang around just like Shubman Gill you won't see a 50 ball 10 run or 70 ball 20 runs just like what Pujara does he'll be hanging around so we have different flavors uh, in our team so this likes they won't be hanging around you might uh, I still remember against Africa or uh, against uh, India needed a lot of runs I will it is England only when uh, Seva got us with a blistering start and uh, Sachin and Yuraj both finished the game while chasing the total around 300 plus runs against England so Seva Rohit Sharma's and Shubman Gills are the key players in the fourth innings because they are the one who will be creating the base if they are out early in the dugout. So, draw is the only option for India. I must admit, Rito, obviously, I'm trying to be neutral as possible on this podcast, bringing in my Indian and uh, English badges, but I'm obviously English, so I'm looking at this perspective, you know, this series largely from the perspective of England. On free-to-air TV in this country for the first time since, I can't tell you, because that's part. That's the quiz question, isn't it? I was thinking, yeah, this is a potential chance for cricket to open itself up to this audience in England to grow the game and make it stronger and inspire a further generation of Test Match cricket lovers, and hopefully that happens. But the one thing at the back of my mind was, going to uh, in India 12 series they've won on the bounce at home since England last beat them in 2012-13 I didn't want England to go to India and be humbled I mean England have had the rub of the green don't get me wrong in this first test match but I think they needed it to kind of level the playing field a little bit because if India had had the rub of the green if they'd held all their catches if they'd won the toss if 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 then India could have you know stuffed England in this first test match a lot of people would have then been turned off being England cricket fans in this country watching free 
free-to-air TV, and it would have been very hard for England to get back into the series. I think the first three days we've had in this series have not been just good for Channel 4 and the coverage and, and maybe inspiring that generation, but I think it's been good for the series because it's, it's, as we said before, it's kind of given England a bit of a foothold in this series. And I think ultimately across the four test matches, the first three days we've had in Chennai have actually built this series up very, very nicely indeed. It's not going to be one-sided particularly. England are at the races. India are going to have to play their best cricket to beat them. And I think we've got potentially 17 days of real exciting cricket ahead of us. Yeah, as I said, James, a lot of Indian fans at the start of the series were probably looking at a whitewash. I think, Rito, I think a lot of English fans were as well. English fans who know their cricket, who know how dominant India are in India, were quite fearful of this series too. Yeah, but that's where credit goes to the ECB, really. They planned that Sri Lanka series so well. That makes me laugh, that, Rito, because they didn't plan it there, did they? It was supposed to be played in March, before the English summer. It got delayed by COVID and rearranged just ahead of the India series. But my point, James, is when they had the opportunity to postpone uh, when rearrange the series, they had it before the start of this Indian series to give the boys the best preparation coming into the series. Probably it has the that England team has not let anyone down at all. The figures, uh, as I was seeing on Twitter, have been very good for Channel Four, and probably it's saying I will. One thing, James, if England are looking for quick runs tomorrow, they won't open the batting with Dominic Sibley and Rory Burns, if anything. I think it's been a terrific three days so far, Naman. I know India maybe haven't experienced their best three days, but in terms of the series, it's set it up beautifully, hasn't it? Yes, and this is what Red Bull cricket needs, actually, James. The point you are exactly making over there is to inspire the youngsters. This is what we saw in Bangladesh West Indies series just now, what Kyle Mayers has done. This kind of innings, it's not just about playing and home. You will always rate Roots double century in India and Sri Lanka higher than what he scores in Lords. So it's about improvement of percentage win in the away matches and not at home. So these are the kind of tours which will inspire all the youngsters where the teams are performing away from home and winning the series, winning the test matches, what India did in Australia and what England is doing right now in India. It is always going to inspire the youngsters take up the red ball cricket and yes, these are the kind of role models such as Stokes, Archers and Roots. So this is what it does. And Red Ball Cricket needs this away from home. This kind of test cricket, test series, it is going to be always good if England win this test series. And this is only going to help Red Ball Cricket overall is what I feel. Just what West Indies did today, it is only going to inspire the youngsters in West Indies and historic day for West Indies as well. So this is what it does. The away matches, away series needs to be one more than the home matches because you always have an advantage. Uh, it plays Playing at home, but uh, this kind of series are the where you are being challenged. And the real character, I still feel England of England will be shown when Root does not score, Stoke does not score, and the likes of Lawrence Popes they score one fifties and two hundreds. That is the time when England will be tested. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. It's tough to win away from home, and uh, as Naman says, it's. Uh, I think it goes down on your on your CV really when you retire as a player. It's a series. I mean, for English players, it's a series like away in India, away in. Australia, two of the, the toughest tours for England. If you can compete and you can do well in those series, then that really does kind of start to put uh, great legendary, whatever your 
chosen phrase, overused phrases really, against your name when you retire from the game. It's important to say as well, I think, that Pro Channel 4 comment is not anti-Sky comments in the UK. I think people are just desperate for that new audience to just get exposed to Test Match Cricket and sit there in the morning over their cornflakes and watch a bit of Joe Root getting to a double century just to see if that new generation can be just turned on to Test Match Cricket. I think it's good for Sky as well that Test Match Cricket is given a little bit of a broader showing in the UK because Sky do a fantastic job. They put a lot of money in the game. Their coverage is absolutely superb, but there are only a certain percentage of people in the UK have Sky TV and Sky Sports, uh, whereas pretty much everybody in the UK has access to Channel 4 and hopefully there'll be a few people potentially buying Sky subscriptions to watch England next summer because they've been turned on by watching Channel 4's coverage of England in India. So everything kind of knocks on to each other, generally speaking, in cricket and it can only be good for the game that uh, it's on Channel 4, at least for this series and hopefully for a few more in the future as well. One final question, very quick answer from both of you because we're running out of time today. Rito, if I was to give you um, £10, $10, what's the, what's the current crore, is it, in India at the moment? The, the, the currency changes every five minutes. Every time I look at the IPL auction, they're, they're in different currencies. But is it crore that they you have in no, India? No, the, the currency is rupees. So when they say crore and stuff for the IPL auction, what does that actually re- one, relate to? One crore is 10 million, James. Right, okay. Oh, well, that's quite a lot, isn't it? <laughs> so, um, well, I'm going to give you 10 million rupees, one crore, um, and you can put it on either the draw, England to win, or India to win this first test match. Where would you stick it, Rito? On England win. Now, man, you get, I'm going to give you slightly less, um, you get 0.5 of a crore to stick on this test match. Um, England win, India win, or the draw? The draw. You're going to go the draw. I think they're the two favourite results, and depending on probably day four, it's going to be very crucial in terms of which one ends up being the, uh, the favourite result when we finish day four's coverage and we're back with you tomorrow I'm absolutely loving this series I really am I keep saying I've been looking forward to it for a long time and it's certainly living up to expectations at the moment England noses ahead but two days left plenty more cricket to play in Chennai and we'll come back after day four and five on these test match dailies to uh, bring you up to date with our fan badges reactions to what's going on Rito and Naman thanks for joining me today thanks a lot James have a great Sunday always a pleasure James hopefully I will be on after an England win on Tuesday and and thanks everybody out there for listening as well don't forget to enter that competition when was the last time Channel 4 broadcast live Test Match Cricket on their station and uh, give us the year send that answer in to james at cricketbadgerpod.com with your name and address and you can win yourself 12 cans of the Brit Hop Brewing Company's delicious beer they sent me some it's rather tasty I might go and have one now I've been commentating all morning I've just done this podcast I'll edit it and maybe crack open a can while I watch a bit of television before I go to bed about 6 o'clock in the, in the evening my entire day has changed around with 3am alarm calls but I'm loving every single second of this test match and we'll be back again tomorrow to bring you more I've been James the Cricket Badger I'll see you again tomorrow Thanks for listening we will be back every day during England's tour of India get in touch on at cricket underscore badger on Twitter we hope you are enjoying the cricket see you again tomorrow Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.